the Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, chosen for his purpose. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. In the book of Exodus, the third chapter, I'm going to read verses 1 through 12. Now listen to this. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the west side of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. And he said, draw not near here. Put off thy shoes from off thy feet. For the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt, and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land unto a large and good land, unto a land flowing with milk and honey, unto the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Havites and the Jebusites. Now therefore behold the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me. And I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I will be with thee. And this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee when thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God upon this mountain. But look at verse 13, because we got to go in the name. Watch this. And Moses said unto God, behold, when I come unto the children of Israel and shall say unto them, the God of your fathers has sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, what is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. 
And he said, thus shall thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto thee. Not Muhammad, not Buddha. And this is where a lot of people get in a lot of trouble. The God of your father, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has sent you to tell Pharaoh that I said to let my people go. And notice, God garnered up Abraham's attention with the bush that was burning. Back when George Herbert Walker Bush the third was the president. I heard a minister say, we need a bush we can trust. You going to help me up in here? I mean, you know, we, you know we, we need a bush we can trust. But the bush was on fire. That was Israel. But it was not consumed. And Israel is still here today. Because God keeps his word. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. So what did God use to get your attention? Huh? I'll stop preaching. I'm going to meddling now. What did, what did the Lord use to get your attention to show you where you were and where you needed to be? Huh? Was it that man that left you? Was it to push you when you needed him most was nowhere to be found? What? That's what happened to me. That's what led me to that house on that Wednesday night. To commit suicide. God will use whatever he needs to use to get your attention. Man's extremity is God's opportunity. Now notice the beauty of this. Let me go back right quick. No, I don't have time to go back. I don't have time to go back. But he called Abraham and he called Moses. And I tell you somebody else he called. He called King David. First Samuel. First Samuel. The 16th chapter, the calling that God places upon our lives is very important to be understood. And see, you can rest in that when you understand it. You can, you can rest in that. It doesn't matter who comes or goes out of your life, you're still going to be standing. It doesn't matter what they say about you, how they try to dig a ditch for you, you're still going to get over it. Some of y'all right now may be at your rope's end. I'm going to tell you what I heard an old preacher say years ago. Whenever you get to the end of your rope, tie a knot and hold on. Because help is on the way. Hallelujah! First Samuel 16 and 1. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill thine horn with oil and go. I will send thee to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. We won't know what God is trying to do with us until he give us the revelation. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. It can be just a little thing. Showing up on Sunday to pass out envelopes. Are you listening up in here? Showing up on Sunday just to usher. Showing up on Sunday to loan your voices to praise God in the midst of the sanctuary and to charge the saints to keep on keeping on and to sing unto the Lord a new song. We are anointed to do these things. That's why it looks so easy. You can tell when folk ain't anointed, they're struggling. Because they're in the wrong place. 
the anointing destroys every yoke and causes you to cruise right on through. And it does not matter what the wind or the weather is doing, what you anointed to do, he'll make a way. He'll get resources to you too. He'll get information to you too. He'll get people to you too. He'll put you in a place where you look around and say, man, where I am, God brought me. All I know, God taught me. Can I get a witness in here? I told somebody the other day, I'm not smart enough to figure out how the Lord has done all these things in my life. Beautiful things. I never would have made it without him. I could not have figured it out. He led me. And if you let him lead you, I tell you like the old folk used to say, baby, he's a mighty good leader. You ought to let him lead you from earth to glory. If the Lord tell you to lead that person alone, leave him alone. If the Lord say befriend that person, then you befriend that person. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God because they were called out of darkness and they heard his voice. In the dark of the night, the bright of the light. The same chapter. So, so, so the Lord tells Samuel, I need for you to go to Bethlehem. I need for you to go to Jesse's house. Now, you know who Jesse is. He's David's daddy. Okay? Starting at verse 8. Same chapter. Are you there? All right. Verses 8 through 13. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, neither hath the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shammah to pass by, and he said, Neither hath the Lord chosen this one. Again, Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Samuel said unto Jesse, The Lord has not chosen these. Huh? You know man looks on outward appearance? God looks in at the heart? Verse 11, And Samuel said unto Jesse, Are all thy children here? And he said, There remaineth yet the youngest. And behold, he keep the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Send and fetch him. For we will not sit down till he come hither. Huh? See, God can wait on you. Hey, he can wait on you if he know you're coming. He has the patience to wait. So those of you that seem like you missed God way back yonder, God is still waiting on you. He said in another place, all day long have I stood with outstretched arms and have called unto this people, but they would not come unto me. God wants you saved. God wants you in the place where he has made you to be. God wants you to be in that place of service and praise and worship and fellowship. God wants us to get the riffraff out of our lives. God wants us to move all that stuff aside that we may be holy, sanctified, set aside for his exclusive use and purpose. We are not to be running with the world. We ought to be a light in the world. People ought to be able to see Jesus because we ain't like them. Can I get a witness? God makes the difference between right and wrong, daylight and darkness, up and down, in and out, over and under. Over and under. I had a heart for a gentleman that's been working here around this ministry for about 15, 16 years. Off and on. He's a contractor. He comes here. 
I've talked to this man for a long time about Jesus. Always trying to get him to see his need for Jesus. Out of 14 or 15 years, that conversation off and on. He's seen my light, but it's just something that was stopping him. He was stopping him. So yesterday, I had to meet him, and I met him yesterday. And the Holy Ghost said, now's the time. I talked to that man about Jesus less than five minutes. Ask him, did, did you know him? Same question over the years. And just like that, the Holy Ghost said, lead him. I say, would you like to accept Jesus? Grab my hand. Jesus come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. Oh, yesterday was a great day. But look how long God waited on that man. He's up in his 80s. Oh, man, God loves you. He, he, he'll wait on your homes. He'll pick you up. If he has to reach way down. I say Jesus will pick you up. If he has to reach way down. God is a long suffering God. Don't get me to start talking about the days of Noah. And how 120 years God waited. God is waiting on somebody. Because he's not willing that any should perish. But that all should come to repentance. So Jesse led all his boys in there. But the oil wouldn't come out. See let me tell you something about the earl. Huh? When the Lord want to put that earl on you, he will direct your step for the earl. Remember what Jesus said? You didn't choose me. I chose you. And I ordained you that you should go forth and that your fruit should remain. See, when you're anointed to do what God called you to do, oh, hello, everybody on the planet can break out. You're going to still be standing in the safety zone. Folk going to be looking at Listen. Why are you still standing? Because goodness and mercy is holding me up back there. I got something following me. Our lives take on meaning when we hear what God is calling us to do. And there are so many people running away from a bad situation. Running away because of a divorce. Running away because of foreclosure. Running away because of separation. What are you running to? And what are you running from? Take it to Jesus. And you stop worrying about it. Get the thing over to the Lord. And he'll work it out. Jesus can work it out. If you let him. No good thing will I withhold. From them that walk upright. Am I somewhere in the Bible? And we know that all things work together for good. To those who love God and to those who are the call, call, hey, call according to his purpose. That we might be conformed to the image of his son. That's the purpose of the call. To conform us to the image of God's son. The purpose is, is to beat all this stuff out of my old character and to generate this new character. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ in me. The hope of glory. But in order for me to be conformed into the image of his son, even though I'm chosen, I got to go through in order to get to. See, I have to be guided now by a higher principle. Where in the world, you mess with me, I cuss you out. In the kingdom, you mess with me, I bless you out. I take it to the Lord. 
And I want him to tell me what my actions should be toward you, my neighbor, toward my enemies, and toward whomever else I interact with because I'm now marching according to the orders given by the general of God's army. Love the hell out of people. Pray for them in season and out of season. Want the very best for them. You ought to be asking, Lord, open their eyes because they can't see. Open their eyes, Lord. That they may behold wondrous things out of your word and meet your son today. Don't give up. Help. Ah, is on the way. Don't fall back and get mad because people don't see things the way that you see them. But I tell you one thing if we see through the eyes of God, we'll see some people that need a lot of loving, we'll see some folks that need a whole lot of forgiving. We'll see some people that really need the Lord. Sometimes you have to win people to you before you can win them to the Lord. So these tough storms that we go through is to shape our godly character. And nobody suffered like Jesus. Job comes very low on the totem pole when it comes to suffering. Because our Savior, he went to hell. And he still came back victorious. And that's the one who lives in us. That's the one that chose us before the foundation of the world. Now ain't that something? We chose him, but we got elected. We got elected according to the grace of God. Because none of us could get saved apart from the grace of God. So God here is building his kingdom principles. And he's doing it through these men. You got that? So he called Abraham out of Ur of the Chaldees. Abraham followed him and into the land of Canaan. Abraham walked into the promised land before the children of Israel ever got there. Then he called Moses and sent him down back into Egypt. Moses was a little above. I think Moses was about, eh. He was a good, well, his life, I don't need to get into all that. But I tell you one thing, when he went back down, he was an old man. See, God will wait on you, but you better get in a hurry. Because if death catches up with you before the call catches up with you, it doesn't mean you lost because if you're born again, you are his forever. But where are your works? What did you do? How many folk did you lead to the Lord Jesus Christ? So here God is building this thing. All right. Now, verses 12 and 13. 1 Samuel chapter 16. I'm going back to Samuel's house. I'm, I'm going back to Jesse's house, and Samuel is there. Now, notice this. And he sent. This is what Jesse did. He sent and brought him in. Now, he was ruddy. That means he had a goodly look. He redhead. So you can imagine when he got mad what he looked like. He sent and brought him and now he was ruddy and of a beautiful countenance and handsome. And the Lord said, Arise and anoint him. This is he. Then Samuel took the horn of all and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day onward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. The spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So you want to talk about David's sin with Bathsheba? From that day forward. 
When God makes choice of us, even if we sin, we got to advocate with the Father. God has put all things in place so that we cannot fail. We ought to say, I will not fail. Listen, sometimes people marry the wrong folk that send them on a, on a, on a rabbit trail for 10 or 15 years. But God is waiting when you come out on that 15th year and say, now you do what I told you to do. I ain't tell you to marry this person. I ain't tell you to go in business with them. You took that rabbit trail, and now your little tail been all whipped. Now let's see if we can see what's been developed in your character. You know what comes out? I'm going to learn to wait on the Lord. I ain't never going through that again. Ain't nobody going to trick me again. I ain't going to have no part of that. If I have to live by myself, it's going to be me and Jesus. Because what I came through, nobody but the Lord could have brought me. Can I get a witness in here? Sometimes the devil get us all caught up and we get off track. But the God of Abraham, the God of I, each one of these fellas went off the track. What did Abraham do? Abraham said, look, Sarah, when they, when they ask you about what the deal is with us, just, just tell them now that you my sister girl. That worked until Abimelech saw him out there kissing her. Could I get some help in here? God hates sin, but God serves sin. But God ain't going to leave you. Ah, listen, listen. It's not a license to do it. You don't need a license to sin. But the call never changes. There's a fountain filled with blood. And it's drawn from Emmanuel's veins. And sinners plunge beneath that flood and lose all their filth and gain. That spirit of the Lord, the anointing on David's life was there all of his life. Yeah. And then here Moses come. I'm tired of you people. Listen. You, you done worked my last nerve. Okay. Now I'm telling you what I'm getting ready to do. I'm getting ready to hit this rock. Because you done pissed me off. I'm getting ready to hit this rock. And the Lord told Moses, listen. You're not going over into the promised land. So when you get ready to die, I'm going to call you up to Mount Pisgah. And that's going to be it for you, dude. And then, hear God's servants in this present age. God is not going to give up on the call. So the question is, how many of us are willing to obey the call because it's going to cost you something? It's going to cost you something. All right. Now, wasn't that something the Lord said, rise and anoint him. All of David's brothers that come, the oil didn't flow. And you notice, he was in the midst of his brethren when the oil began to flow. Ain't that something? God will raise you right up in the middle of folk you've been knowing all your life. And then they'd be wondering, what's wrong with you? Now you're always at church. You're always talking about this. Now, in the midst of your brethren, you can get uh, attacked. Yeah. Now, what is that about? This is what this is about. If you don't get attacked, then God can't fix the table for you. I should get all these people I bring the second shift in. God allows. 
your enemies to rise up against you. He did it in the life of Solomon. He caused a whole army to come against Solomon. Because when we get out of the way or stray, God got something for us. It's called chastisement. Yeah. He chastened those whom he loved. Uh-huh. God says, if I don't chasten you and correct you, you're a bastard. You're not a son. And then, going to be a bastard, not a son, and ain't been adopted. <laughs> that's, that's, that's messed up. But the point I'm making is that even with King David, now Bathsheba ain't have no doggone business up on the top of a house, and the roof was lower than David's roof. And she out there bathing everything. <laughs> now you know there's something wrong with that picture. She wanted that man. Today's message, chosen for his purpose. FC 2669 FC 2669 is available on CD for only $10 and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road Shreveport, Louisiana 71119 or email us greenwoodacres at comcast.net Now the question is, will I do his will and There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come the Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. The trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded. In the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. 
Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.